Dude, the funny thing is, wait, do you want to get started or you want me to just keep talking? Because no, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll roll the shit intro. About my daughter. All right. I'll, unless you want to, well, if it's going to be part of the main episode, we'll I'll roll the intro first. Know. Who knows what's going to be a part of the main episode? We haven't done it yet. Nobody knows. All right, let's do it. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> Thank you to Surf Prep and our patrons for sponsoring this episode. As always, I'll give a shout out to our top tier patrons at the end of this episode, like Don Patterson, who just signed up to be a top tier patron. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast. You can watch these episodes on YouTube or on, on Patreon. They drop on Wednesdays. Welcome to The Lounge. I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast, where every Friday we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking shop with each other. Contrary to popular belief, he's an actual garage scientist. He's mastered the science of having fun while building cool things. This woodworking dad has a perfect mix of inappropriate humor and inspiring builds in his daily content. He likes 3D printing, using his CNC, making cool things, and long walks to his garage. It's Luke in the garage, and he's finally on the podcast! I'm finally on the podcast! (laughs) (laughs) That was a hell of an intro, bro. There's no way I could do that that justice. You know, I'm Luke, and I'm in the garage! Oh, dude, I get it. You know what? I, I get people trying it a lot, right? Yeah. And I started rating them. Right. Where I'm like, you know, like, like it's 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 very I, like because for me. Right. I have a job. OK. And yeah. I'm very committed to making that job a success. And like what I I think I'm like a lot of guys that like I, I don't know if I have enough time to make it to go pro. You know, mm-hmm. so like so like if I get like some time in the shop, like it's it's like I'm just so excited to get in yeah. there. I'm just like. Finally, finally. God. <laughs> you know, yeah, I so. saw your stories in uh, and posts recently where you were like, yeah, here I am in my because you're doing the May for Makers thing or whatever. Yeah, you're like here I am in my button up or button down shirt. And and, you know, what a bummer. I just want to be in the garage. <laughs> and the worst is like like you. So if you see my garage like on Instagram, OK, or TikTok or wherever, like when you look at it, you're like, oh, that guy's got a, a, a wood shop for a garage. Right. Mm-hmm. But I actually keep a car in there. Everything's on wheels. Right. Oh, wow. So everything in my shop. OK. Um, has to fit against the wall. So I'm very wow. limited to how much I can have in there. Right. But every day I have to walk into my shop, get in my car and then go to work. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I get teased by it every day. So oh. when I finally get in there and I'm like, I'm like, Yes, let's go. Oh, you keep that bleep button handy, bro. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just so excited, and like, and like, I think I don't know. I try to remind people that, like, you know, nobody started doing this because they had a dream of becoming a woodworker. Right. They just wanted to make some. Now I'm worried about you in this button. I want to make some. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, do you have other sound effects? Oh, I got a whole barrage of sound effects. Like you got like a duck one? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Before we get to the episode today, I want to thank our sponsor, Surf Prep Sanding. Whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders, dust extractors, or abrasives, Surf Prep has what you need to take your project to the next level. I've been using Surf Prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products. The amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. 
Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. What kind of setup do you have, man? You're very professional for oh, a podcast. Oh, yeah. Right? I got the whole thing. I mean, if, if I should have done that when you came in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Just run that the whole time. So, <laughs> if you want to start a race or something, I don't know what the That's a high penalty one, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, and if, if we have some dead air... <laughs> It's not really going to cover up my F-bombs. No. So. <laughs> yeah. What are you, how are you doing this? I need this f***ing setup. This is, uh, I got the Roadcaster uh, Pro, Roadcaster Pro 2, and it's got. How does that work? Oh, it's great. This is, um, we, it's got these little pads over here on the right side. I would turn the camera around, but it would jack my whole system up right now. No, no. But, uh, I'm Googling I've got these it right now. Oh, it's made by Rode Microphones? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you really invested some money into your podcast, bro. I did. Yep. Thanks to the wow. uh, pa- Patreon members. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I f- I felt like you know if I if there's something that I can do to to level it up, then now's the time. Man, see, we haven't spent a dime of our Patreon money, and mm. like right now, most of our patrons want me to buy um, a popcorn cannon. Like like we keep a talking to them about cannon. it. Yeah, have you ever seen this thing? No. Like, so, like, it's it's popular in China, but it basically looks like a cannon. And you dump the popcorn kernels in the end of this thing, and then you tighten the top, okay? So it's got a pressure yeah. seal on it, okay? And then you rotate it over a fire, like, with a little crank thing, okay? I like where this is going. Yep, and then you, you, you take it, and you put it on a burlap bag, and you pull the pin, and the top pops open and it blasts out all of the popcorn all popped all at once oh my gosh it's dangerous as (laughs) looking dude it like honestly it looks like (laughs) (laughs) dangerous as but i'm bummed genius (laughs) but dude so like like it um it it blows all the popcorn all at once and like i'm nervous like i'll It'll explode or like, cause it's like <laughs> none of the reviews are like all that great. Right. The, your patron like, members are hoping it explodes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They're like, dude, just, can you film this, film yeah. this if for you, us? You know? If you don't lose an eye, it's not worth it. <laughs> I don't know. I forget what the other thing they want me to buy is, but it's another thing that's along those lines of complete stupidity. So they don't uh, want you to nothing, buy anything podcast long, related. Hey, <laughs> no, it's nothing to make the podcast better. I told Ben that I stopped investing in the podcast after I bought this microphone. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got a nice boom arm and a and a anti shock uh, system on it. Yeah, I don't. You know it. Um, and I also have my frog pot on it, so I also use it yeah. as an overhead um, <laughs> uh, camera jig for when I'm t- doing things with 3D printing. But yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's, this was all like ninety bucks on sale on Amazon. It was, it's a nice mm-hmm. microphone. It's a Yeti mic. So yeah, you know it sounds yeah. great. And if yeah. I ever finish editing half my youtube videos they'll be beautifully narrated <laughs> well i was i was wanting to talk about youtube we can get into that in a little bit we can talk about whatever you want man i'm an yeah. open book yeah <laughs> we're gonna be all over down the, my life we're, we're gonna be all over this place <laughs> <laughs> how how long is this podcast normally like an hour-ish well i always say that i like to shoot for 30 minutes but it always ends up in an hour um and oh, then we, okay. do, we do an after show that's where you can you know take your top off I really get get excited. I could have whistled better. That was disappointing. Um, so yeah, the, the podcast. Let's talk about the podcast. 
So sure, let's talk about it. You walked around WorkbenchCon and you asked uh, what? How many people you think you asked what? You said it what is like what is the joinery among other questions? But you said what is the joinery? <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. I still have all the videos on my phone, like yeah. just in case I want to do something. Because like, like um, I asked, I think like forty people, mm. right? And of them, I would say maybe twenty percent, ten to twenty percent knew what it was. Yeah, most of them thought it was like a woodworking thing. And if you look yeah. at the spelling of it, it's spelled like jointery. Yeah. Right, right, right. Not joinery. Right, like, yeah. Ben and I both get high, you know, so it's like, you know, I wanted something funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I never want anyone to take me too seriously, right? Right. Um, it's been working for me great so far, and I don't intend to, that to stop. But, yeah, so it's 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 our podcast. What were we talking about? The podcast? Podcast, I don't know, yeah. I get distracted. Yeah, yeah. so we do so the So you're walking around, walking around asking everybody, what what is the joinery? Yep. And, and nobody some, knew it was great. some responses that were like, uh, is that a dispensary? And is that a, <laughs> yeah, a lot of them thought it was, it was a woodworking, like, like they're like, Oh, it's when you take two pieces of wood. I'm like, Nope. And they're like, yeah. mm. they're like, <laughs> it's something to do with weed. I'm like, you're much closer, you know, <laughs> but nobody was like, you know, like a couple two, people, most of which are either talking nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are like, hi, this is my daughter. Hi, Hi, daughter. This is not my podcast. This is somebody else's podcast. It's a real podcast. What, 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 podcast? This is Matt Voltner. This is this is the Maker's Lounge podcast. So you got to go. And your brother. Both of you go. Skedaddle. <laughs> hey, look, if you don't leave now, I won't come give you kisses goodnight. Both of you guys, yeah. seriously. Yeah. He's only got a half hour to do this. Come on, guys, go. Bye. That's my son, Bubs. He's naked. <laughs> That's all right. From the waist up. All right. Yeah. Eat it, sweetie. Here, I'll give you a hug. All right. Love you. You don't gotta Bye. go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> Slow walk away, make it creepy. There you go. Okay. Please close <laughs> it. Slowly Stop inching back. Slowly inching back. Out. Here, wait. Let me see if I could turn the. See the door still open? Yeah. Yeah. Ellie, go. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like when you. How old are your kids? Uh, almost twelve and eight. Like you know when you like like you realize that they're like a lot like you. Right? Oh, yeah. And weird yeah. as f- and you're just right. like. It drives you crazy. You realize how exhausting you could be to other people? <laughs> oh, yes. Know? Yeah. 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 So, anyways, yes. Or were they and, like and, your spouse, and then, you know, th- then that also drives you crazy? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, it's expected for me. Like, my wife is amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I am playing way outside of my league with her. <laughs> and um, if you don't like my wife more than you like me, I'm kind of concerned about what kind of person you really are. <laughs> like, what kind of weirdo are you that you're like, yeah, yeah I pick Luke over Jackie. Yeah. Right? Like, like, it's like, you know, I'm not the team that people go with. Like, they meet me, and then they meet my wife, and then they form a relationship with her, and I'm like the, the sidekick. So n- normally it's one person is like the free spirit and, you know, kind of all over the place, and then the other person is more of the refined person who's – Who's kind of seems to have it all together? Yeah, I do so. not. Like I was living check to check when I met my wife, and I was getting paid very well. Um, my wife is the one who has has it all together. However, I have corrupted her quite a bit over the years. Oh, yeah. um, How long you been married? Uh, we've been married twelve years. So twelve years. Yeah, that's about yeah. same as same as me. Yeah, and we yeah. got a nine and seven year old. So okay, yeah. 
So yeah, you start yeah. melding into each other. I used to keep the house super, super tidy and everything out of place. And I vacuumed in lines and things like that. And now I'm like, yeah, that, that pile of laundry can go over in that corner and that pile of laundry can go in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you, I look, I don't want to say my parents have low standards, right? <laughs> but like, I get how you would get to having low standards as a parent, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. You really just don't care anymore. They're like, Dad, I want to play with this lighter. I'm like, I, oh, that's fine. Just don't I don't yourself. care. <laughs> I don't even say that anymore. <laughs> you know, don't you, learn. Okay, so I, I don't know. So your kids are a little bit older than mine. But when I, when I catch them doing like stuff they're not supposed to be doing, most of the time, I get pissed that I caught them, not that they were doing it. Oh. Right? <laughs> like yeah. every time like I catch my daughter doing something shady, because like yeah. kids are shady by nature. Right. Right? And I'm like, look, if you're gonna be shady by nature, I want you to be good at it. Yeah. Right? Now I have to so, say something. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm like, I pull her aside and I'm like, Ellie, I'm like, for real. Like, I'm really disappointed in you. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, why did you get caught? You could have <laughs> taken precautions to not get caught on this. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Uh all right. Children I, I try, are dis- I, children are disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I want my kids. That's to the be moral shady. of the story. Yeah, be more shady. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You know, like, life good. is not life is not easy. Okay. If yeah. I could teach teach them to manipulate the system so that way they don't go to jail, but they do get up ahead over other people. Yeah. I think I'm winning. You know. Yeah. Your goal in life is to make sure that they don't get in a garage in their car in the garage and back away from the tools they so much love. <laughs> yeah, I want them to freaking find a way to do whatever they love, regardless of the consequences. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like every week I have you watched the movie Office Space? The, yes, yes. So yeah, the the guy uh, gets in. Uh, his name is Michael Bolton. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so Michael Bolton gets you know, and, and he's driving. And there's like an old old person who passes them on the sidewalk as he's trying to go into work. I see people I'm going past the school and the kids on the bikes are riding faster than me. And I'm just stuck in, in traffic, school traffic. <laughs> and I'd like this, the scene plays out in my head and then I show up to work and you know, the copy machine doesn't work or, you know, I can't log into my computer and I just like, I want to rip down the cubicle walls and <laughs> not wear any flare and the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah. that, that's the dream man. you know, yeah. I don't know. So, so you have a, a nine to five. How long you been at that at that job? Two months. Um, okay. And it is, and just like my marriage, I'm definitely out swinging my weight class. Um, I, <laughs> I, a buddy of mine you lied on the resume. No, 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 no. I, I didn't lie. The, the guy who hired me is one of my best friends, yeah. and he's known me for a decade. So, like, look, he he knows everything about me. Right. Yeah. So there's no need to lie to him. It, it, I, if he if I didn't be myself, he'd be disappointed. Yeah. But like, so like I have a ton of sales experience. Right. That's all I've ever done. The shocker, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And um, <laughs> so like, um, he owns this engineering company, and he mostly did training and um, of simulation softwares and things like that. Right. Mm. And he was in the situation where he was doing really well with it, and the company ended up selling. So the so the parent company who makes the software said, "Hey, do you want a a franchise essentially to sell this software? It's a software called Ansys, mm. and it is borderline science fiction. The this software does okay. Really? Yeah. It basically what it 
like what it does is it simulates R&D testing for almost anything. Okay. From like um, all different, it's multi-physics stuff. And look, keep in mind, I'm not an engineer. Okay. <laughs> but I'm good at, at, at keeping a conversation going. So, yeah. um, so it's multi-physics, you know, basically the, the a great example of it would be is that let's say you made seats for cars, mm-hmm. right? They have to have certain safety regulations, okay? And to take a seat and put it in a car and take it out to the test track and slam it up against a wall going whatever speed is very expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like $100,000 to do the test, and um, it takes a very long time to set up. takes a long time to analyze it. And what this software does is it basically simulates that crash thousands of times in different angles, different speeds, and it's over 99% accurate. Okay. Wow. So that way you could design around the failures. And that right. way, when you go test at the track, you're testing it once or twice to confirm what you already think you know. Right. Wow. And it could simulate anything from satellites flying around the planet to the vibrations of a package inside of a rocket. It, the military uses this software. Automotive uses this software. It's, it, it, it could do wind tunnel tests. It could do electronics on circuit. It's, it's crazy. Right. I didn't think it was possible to put uh, crash test dummies out of business. Yeah, and basically, <laughs> you know, um, and it's funny, like GM has told a lot of their um, suppliers that they want to get away from physical testing hmm. because it's so expensive and it takes so long. They want right. them to simulate because basically if it's 99 percent of the way there, they're like, it's good enough. We'll just take the warranty hit if it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. You know, and think all the money we're just going to save on testing. Right. Right. And it's that it's that accurate. It's crazy. I can send you this Lego video later where they took, you know, this really cool Bugatti and McLaren Lego sets. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. They put them on a test track, like the crash test thing. Right. Wow. And they simulated them. And the way the Legos exploded, they show the side by side of the actual Legos and the simulation. And they're virtually identical. Like the way the tire flew off, the way the fender flew up. Right. It's, really? It's it's freaky how accurate this simulation wow. is so so yeah so i go to work with my buddy right mm-hmm. and i have no engineering skills whatsoever and <laughs> but you he's can like sell I the just, crap out of it <laughs> i can sell the crap out of it so i've been using chat gpt to catfish clients that i actually know what i'm talking about okay and yeah. all i got to do is get him on the phone and start asking him questions which i could do and then once we get to the technical shit, i bring in a professional engineer who yeah. talks all the nerdy stuff uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a nerd, but just not that kind of nerd. Right. And it talks all nerdy stuff. And then I just got to close the deal. Like it's, yeah. it's well within my skill set, mm-hmm. but like, it's definitely not speaking English. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> dude, they, they start deep diving into stuff and my eyes just glaze over. I'm like, <laughs> but, like, but basically my, coffee. <laughs> yeah, but, ba- but half of my job, because we're so small, um, it's fighting with the company that makes the software. So that way they remember that we're still here. Oh my gosh. Right? So yeah. I sit there and talk to them. So it's not like office space where like so I have that attitude, right? Yeah. Um but I don't have the consequences, right? Cuz right. they can't fire me, right? Yeah. And so we we play like a good cop bad cop all the time <laughs> where I'm like the out of control crazy person who's just spitting out enough logic to be taken seriously. <laughs> but like they hate everything I'm saying because like I'm saying the they don't like talking about out loud. Yeah. And then he's like the one who's like, okay, I'm going to calm him down. But like, we do really need everything he just said. It's been working great. (laughs) 
So I hope don't, none of them listen to your podcast. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> Based on my numbers, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah. it's, a, it's a cool job. I love yeah. it. And, so, and But the coolest part about the gig, right, is the facility that we work out of. Okay. It's an industrial startup space. So oh, okay. a third of this 50,000 square foot building is all shop. They've wow. got three Tormac rotary CNCs for cutting metal. They've got mm. a whole metal shop. They've got, they could print circuit boards in this place. They wow. could do stamping, um, injection molding. Dude, I was complaining that I really want a CO2 laser. They've got two CO3, no, no they got like four CO2 lasers, but then they also have one of those RF um, boss lasers that mm-hmm. could cut like a quarter inch of metal, like steel, yeah. right? Um, they got that thing there. They've got a whole wood shop there, which I like my wood shop better. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but you know, it's yeah. it's, it's it's like a it's college wood shop. Yeah, it's not mine, you know. And then they got like all these other tools there, and I could use all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I I've been so oh, busy. So, do, so you have free shit. access to it. Yeah, that's and cool. So like. I'm going to start, um, I've been slowly trying to, of course, instead of being like a smart person and like a design, something simple to cut out on the laser, mm-hmm. I'm starting with the most complicated possible thing I could possibly think up, right? And it is taking me way too long to design this thing. I want to make, yeah. what I'm trying to make is, um, and, and look, if no one, if, it might be two years before anyone sees the thing, but <laughs> like, you know how like everybody has like the drill holders in their shop, right? right. Okay. They're all the same design, mm-hmm. right? It's those T things, and you slide the drill in. Some of them make them where they slide apart. Right. Like 99% of them there, and then on top of it is a spot to put um, your your chargers and right? Yeah. Okay? To me, those are all boring. They're really mm-hmm. boring, okay? Mm-hmm. You got that beeper button, I hope. Um, <laughs> I'm ready for you. Yeah. Yeah. They, Just, so they're really boring. Real delay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm trying to make one, okay, that looks like an arcade cabinet, right? Ooh, okay. And you, the drills are going to go on the bottom into, like, cubbies where the screen of the arcade is, like, um, like two-thirds of it are all going to be, like, a 100 slots for sticking in drill bits, right? Because, like, I'm mm. always, like, everybody yeah. makes these things, but, like, where is their drill bits, mm-hmm. right? And then it's going to have the shelves for all those little kits of like all the, you know, like the, um, the, uh, where it's like all the bit, like the bit ends and impact driver bit ends and stuff like that. And then like right. have space for all the odd stuff. And then where like that sign is for the top of the arcade, on top of that is where all the chargers are going to go. Nice. Yeah. So you have to like hit up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, you know, to, yeah. to open it up. Yeah. It's <laughs> cheat, cheat code. code for that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> up, down, up, down, left, right. Left, right, select, start. A, yeah. or A, B, select, start. Yeah. Hold yep. on. There you yeah. go. Did you watch the Super Mario movie? Yes, I did. So good. That was a great movie. I, I liked it. There was a, a lot of nostalgia in that movie. Yeah. Just the music you know? was fun. The music, um, I loved their use of Mario Kart, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Jack Black as Bowser. Like that Peaches song, Perfect. man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Dude. How many days did it take to get out of your head? 
<laughs> I still sing it. Peaches, 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 peaches. Like I'm walking around the office. Peaches, peaches, peaches. peaches. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I heard my son sing it the other day. I was like, nice. yeah. Should we expect a reel uh, with that uh, very soon? You know what? Maybe. I, I have not been as creative on reels lately as I want to be, and it's because I've been so busy. Yeah. Um, I have all these real ideas, but I'm like, I get so little time in the shop. Mm-hmm. Right. I have been getting so little time in the shop because between how active my kids are and there's always stuff going on the weekends um, and then how exhausted I am from work on a weeknight, I haven't really had like I ran out of content on my phone. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been re I've been re downloading old videos and re-editing them in weird ways mm-hmm. and, and posting those. Right? Well, I've talked to other guests and it's like nobody sees your stuff after a few weeks, right? Or or that's just unless it's like one of those huge hitters, right? Like yeah. you, you've done some big collabs with with different people with Joni and with um, Lee and Dave and stuff like that. So those are like the big memorable ones. But yeah, you could yeah. repost something you did a month ago and it's going to be new to everybody. Dude, I've reposted this one video of me using my router to flush trim a piece of plywood like five or six times now oh yeah the last time i did it i i put it up on tiktok i used that stupid voice changer then downloaded the video and posted it on instagram (laughs) (laughs) it's the same thing i just use a stupid voice where it sounds like an evil genius yeah you're like i think i've seen this before but eh, i'll like it anyway (laughs) my old warped carcass that's that was the one (laughs) that's the voice yeah 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 so Speaking of uh, of fun collabs that you've done, um, I, th- I think the funniest one that I've seen. Well, it's it, it's there's a t- I have a top two of yours. I think. Okay. The first one I think is the one with uh, Dave when you guys did the glue. Um, oh, God, what the was Magna it? Glue? The Magna glue. Yeah. Magna glue. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I I almost downloaded the clip so I could play the audio portion of it here, so <laughs> I could do a live react to it. <laughs> Dude, some guy liked. It so much that he downloaded it and made the part where I go, oh no, his ringtone. Oh. <laughs> and he sent it to his mother in law. So when his mother in law oh, goes, goes, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I like that's that. when you, be- you become a household name at some point. You know, I have been noticed in public a couple times. So have you? Uh yeah, I got noticed at mostly at like the lumber yard. Um, Is, isn't that weird when like you go there and they're like, "Hey, are you, you're Luke, right?" And you're like, "Yeah, who who are you?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the last time that it happened, um, this dude walks up to me and he's like, and it was almost rehearsed, right? Because mm. I think he saw me and he was worked up his nerve to come talk to me, right? <laughs> yeah, and he comes up, and he goes, "Hey, you're Luke in the garage," and I was like, "Yeah, what's up, man?" He's like, oh, I'm like Jeremy. He's like, I post. He, and then he said some really dumb because I knew he was uncomfortable. He was like, he's like, I left you a comment on one of your posts like two days ago. And this is what I said. Oh, my and I was gosh. Like, oh, man, dude. And I, like, I, I'm sure when he said that, he was like, yeah. what the Why fuck did I say are that? you talking about, bro? <laughs> like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> and he was there with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend was like, why are you nerding out over this fat dude at the, at the lumberyard? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? 
Yeah. And um, so he, so I tried to make up call for a while. I was like, oh man, I appreciate it, dude. I was like, I was like, this is the reason I, I, I post all the time is because you know when people leave comments on my stuff. Right. And I said, just shoot me a DM because I suck at finding people on Instagram and I'll follow you. Like anybody yeah. who I meet in public, I'm always like, shoot me a DM and I'll follow you. And, and he was like, I, I, for real? Like, like, I provide some kind of legitimacy to their <laughs> efforts on social media. Oh, Luke is following you now. Luke follows I me. I have made it. I've and made then, it. like, I yeah. remember, like, when, like, Mike Alm followed me. Yeah. Like, I think I told my wife, you know. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, my God, Mike Alm followed me. Holy yeah. cow. Um, yeah. I, like, I think he did it by accident. You know, <laughs> oh, I, but, I snapshotted when uh, when Jimmy Duresta followed me and when Steve Ramsey followed me. I, I totally took a snapshot of that. I was like, "This is oh, awesome. dude, when I got followed by Duresta <laughs> and I DM'd him. I was like, "Are you sure you meant to follow me?" <laughs> and he said some like really nice. He's like, he's like, "Oh yeah, man." He's like, "I love your stuff." He's like, um, and, and he it was right after he I knew that him and. My buddy Luke Smith um, from PL Smith, who does Made for Makers. Oh yeah. Um, they they're friends, and they were hanging out. And Luke and I were working on this project together. Um, I thought like, oh, maybe he is like as a joke. He asked Jimmy to follow me or something like mm. that, you know. Mm-hmm. So like when I follow him, I'm like, yeah, you really need to follow me, or you know. And then he, <laughs> he he was like, yeah, man. He's like, he's like, I I really love your content. Um, he's what do you say? Is something like he's like, yeah, you're one of those guys who that's the new maker comedy movement and mm. i was like wait i'm part of a movement yeah yeah let me write this down <laughs> i'm like this, this is gold jimmy yeah so he, he, one it, of the nicest guys oh yeah just, and now i, I so nice. just keep yeah. harassing him to make me a mini ice pick <laughs> yeah i'm like can you make me i keep asking him, can you make me one that's like the whole thing is like five inches long right yeah i'm like because like i think there's a use for like a two or three inch ice pick could use it as a toothpick. Like, dude, honestly, what I want to use it for is I got this new laptop for work and it has these vent holes on the sides for the speaker is right. Uh-huh. And, and like, I'm a dirty person. You get There's sawdust in there. Falling off me. Sawdust. <laughs> I think my skin is molting. And like, there's always <laughs> stuff in these little holes on the side of my laptop. And I just want to get something in there and flick them out. You know? Yeah. Same with the phone, the bottom of the, the phone. It's just, you know, in, the, in the shop. Don't make me look at the bottom of my phone, bro. Yeah. See that? It's just, well, it's not in focus. But, yeah, it just gets all gummy under there. Awful. Dude, you use That'd AirPods? perfect for that. I don't. Oh, my God, no. dude. When you look inside of an AirPod that you've Ew. been using for, like, six months. Oh, no. <sighs> dude, you got to, like, scoop out the wax like, like a pe- disgusting Petri dish? <laughs> it's gross, man. It's, yeah. There's, like, hair what in is there. This? And, like, what is this? Flan? What? <laughs> You, you, I just think my hearing's going bad, but my ear, AirPods are just so clogged up from my disgusting, <laughs> dirty ears. Oh, that's good. I would take the other one out, right, and show it to you. But it's stuck but, in there? No, yes. <laughs> wedged in there with a gunk and funk. Um, no, I want to, but I'm always afraid that if I open it up while I'm doing something serious, like a professional podcast, that okay. like it's going to try to Bluetooth connect and then cut out, right? So oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going to. Yeah. And I'll I've, sit here for I've 15 ruined, minutes. <laughs> dude, I've, I, for our podcast, there used to be a running joke for Ben and I where I would, um, we always joked around who f***ed up the podcast the most, mm-hmm. right? And like, dude, I had ones where like I had plugged my microphone halfway through and like, <laughs> and like I've had, like the other day I choked my microphone out because I was, I was really 
energetic Deep on the mic. we were talking to, and I choked it. I'm shaking the whole <laughs> microphone, right? And then afterwards, he's like, I'm, I'm still talking. He's like, I can't hear you, man. He's like, I can't hear you. And I was like, oh, my God, did I? You muted it? Podcast again? I muted it, yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, but most of the time, I ruin it. Like, I've, I've not had my laptop charged sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's ruined it like two or three times, and I've ruined it like a dozen. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so. it's always frustrating. Like, I think, you know, when you have a, a guest, and sometimes I do, um, I haven't done it in a long time, but I have like three or four different people and stuff, and you're talking out of sync, and it's just like, oh, geez, that's that's a nightmare, you know, that trying to figure that whole thing out. So that's why I enjoy these the one-on-one the -on -one type thing. But when you have the one-on-one -on -one type thing and you have a glitch, it's like when somebody's internet connection is poor, like mm -hmm. I did one a few episodes ago and the internet was kind of poor. So I couldn't see the person while they were talking. So I couldn't react. It's just, there's a lot of pressure doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, just to, to make it right. But you, you guys like, you keep it loose. You keep it really loose on, on, <laughs> like, on your podcast. Like no prep loose. Like when you sent me that form <laughs> and you're like, here's like an interview form, like yeah. for things I would like to know about you. I was like yeah. looking at this thing and I was like, I was like, wow, he really has like a professional <laughs> podcast. Like we've only had five guests, yeah. right? It's mostly just been me. And every time there is a guest, I'm always trying not to talk over everybody. And I'm all, mm -hmm. then I'm always paranoid that I'm like, I'm not being myself, you mm -hmm. know? So, yeah, I, I found I would ask questions in a very long winded way early on in the podcast. And I finally figured out how to ask a question in a more concise way because I got tired of hearing my own voice on the podcast. And I was telling some of the Patreon members, I'm like, you guys don't want to hear me. And, and then a lot of them were like, no, actually we, we do, which is why I did that. I did a solo podcast uh, a few weeks ago and it's doing okay. I'm like, Oh, I guess people do want to hear what I have to say, but <laughs> solo I always like, I, I like when uh, a guest comes on and they talk more than me. That's the goal. Are you introverted by nature? Oh, very much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you my do wife for a living. Uh, I'm in oil and besides, gas. Besides professionally podcast. Right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm in oil and gas. I I am a uh, commercial. <laughs> I can Sorry, market my gas. <laughs> Wait, because you're in Texas. I, That's big there. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I'm a, I'm a commercial negotiator for oil and gas, and oh. um, so you know that's that's the job by day, and then I'm a podcaster by night. And sometimes how, a woodworker. How many <laughs> gas jokes do you guys have? Oh, so many. So many. Is, it, like, you, is that like a thing? Uh, it was more of a thing when I was out in the field, not so much in the corporate office. Now that yeah. I'm in a corporate office, it's a little less, you know, tolerated. I mean, like, how, how often are you just walking around like a, like a facility and like you smell that? Oh, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, <that's> a... <laughs> I would do that like 20 times a day. Yeah. Is that gas? Uh, oh no, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's there's all kinds of jokes about, uh, and it wouldn't make any sense. Nobody would really get it. But but about this thing called transmix. It's basically an interface between gas and diesel. There's mixes mm -hmm. about transmix and slop. You know, slop tanks and it, mm -hmm. it, like I said, none of it would translate, and you wouldn't get the jokes. But uh, <sighs> they're funny in the field. Them. Yeah, <laughs> they're funny in the field. Yeah. That's what's fortunate yeah. about what my, my job right now is I deal a lot with engineers and yeah. they're not really outgoing type. No, people, they don't take the jokes. Yeah. But they love the humor. Do they? Oh my God. They're like, I talk, I have boring conversations all day. Like, you are completely ridiculous. They're like, <laughs> I like you. 
Yeah. Like, they immediately gravitate towards me. They're like, finally, somebody who just ran out of f- to give. Like, <laughs> come on in. You're like, right. I'm so tired of talking about my product. Let's let's talk about whatever. Yeah. Uh, see, like, I picture them like the, the if you've seen the movie Zootopia, there's a sloth that works at the DMV. Uh-huh. And I, I picture them like the engineer type. You're just being like, it just takes them a super long time to laugh at the joke because they're yeah. analyzing the joke. <laughs> I mean, some of the times it, it is like that, but like it's always funny because my buddy, who's been an engineer since he went to college, right? Um, he's used to he's been like neck deep in this forever. Yeah. And like, so we'll be on calls together, and like towards the end of the call, I'll be like, hey, you got time for a stupid story? And the client, <laughs> no one has ever said no to that, right? Yeah. And like the look on his face every time I say that is like, <laughs> what's gonna come out? Like, oh my god, what are you gonna talk about this time? But it's always, it's always, you know, I, I know how to keep it semi-professional. So yeah. Um, well, yeah, part of sales know. is is trying to attach that story, right? So that that you're rememberable. You're not just a a numbers guy or something like that. Dude, if people think that that sales has anything to do with the quality or the pricing of your product, it is has hmm. zero to do with that. It is all about how much they like you. Yeah. Right? Yep. Dude. Yep. And, same same, and same it, with me. Yeah. So wait, did you grow up in Houston? No, uh, originally from California, Orange County. And I moved out here in 2007. On purpose? So I, I, oh, I moved out of California <laughs> as fast as I could. <laughs> I've heard great things about yeah. Houston, though. So actually, so Ben is in uh, Riverside, I think, yeah. right? And yeah. um, this app is friends. named after him. Oh, okay. Your Riverside yeah, I, app? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Riverside you took got me a there. second. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm an engineer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got friends that live in Riverside, and it's um, you know, reasonable out in Riverside cost of living, but in Orange County, it's it's just. I lived in Fullerton. It's oh. it's quite a bit more expensive there, and I just if I was going to move, might as well move to a place where you didn't have the the uh, state tax. So yeah. it was like an instant pay raise. Yeah, I, I so I used to work with this guy that was from Houston. Okay, and he would always talk about how great the food is in Houston, mm-hmm. right? And what he would tell me was that during Katrina, a lot of people. That, had to evacuate and they went to Houston. Yep. And they just never went home. They never went right? home. Yep. And so he was like, there's this one place that makes like turduckens, but they mm-hmm. stuff them with all kinds of other stuff like crawfish and like shrimp. It's like, like a, like if, if like a, <laughs> like it's a Creole, it's a Creole turducken. Have you heard of this right. place? I, you know I, don't know the, I don't know the place, but I've heard a lot of crazy uh, takes on that dish. I mean, they're I just all Google kinds of different things. Want me to? I'm always afraid if I click on another tab, I'll accidentally close the <laughs> podcast tab. I'm very unreliable yeah. when it comes to yeah. technology. Major letdown in the podcast. Go from talking to you to just me sitting here staring at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very stimulated. Where's the clock? 42 minutes. Holy We've been talking for 42 minutes already. That's unbelievable. Oh, I haven't even got to the content yet. <laughs> oh, let's do that then. Do you have things you need to talk about? No, I know you only I, wanted this podcast to be 30 minutes. We're already 12 minutes over. <laughs> no. So I, I always say, let's shoot for 30. We go and it be, it's been, it's an hour. If I shoot for an hour, it's going to be two. Like it's Got just, it. that's just the nature of how it goes. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, we've talked about all the things that people really want to hear about, which is your fun life. 
<laughs> you don't you don't you don't take yourself too seriously which is really what Heaven i wanted people to kind of take myself get out of of my podcast with you is, is essentially what you put out on on social media that is you when i met you in person i was like he's exactly the same person off off screen and you know and on and so i wanted the audience to be able to to hear that so so it's funny that you say that right because i am like I remember a distinct time when I first started selling, right? Where I had this idea in my head that I needed to be what I thought professional was, mm-hmm. right? And and then when I leave work, I was this total wild, crazy person, mm-hmm. right? And I, it was exhausting. I felt like I was two people, right? Yeah. And then I met this guy who just did not care about anybody's opinion about anything. Yeah. And he was, and I hung out with him in and out of work. He was the same as he was ever. And what I realized was that he was so successful because he was like that. Mm. Right. And that because he was just himself all the mm-hmm. time, like either people got it and they loved him or they, or they didn't, and he didn't care. Right. Right. You know, you don't, you know, if you're in sales, you don't close every deal anyways. Right. Yeah. So all of his clients were a lot of fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I decided like, I was like, this is exhausting. I'm just going to be one person. And when I decided to do that, um, my results went through the roof. Right. Hmm. And, but what it's funny is, is that when I get into presentation mode, right. Or hmm. business mode, I, I could for short, very short periods of time, I could be very focused in, a, in, in, in determine and convincing when I make presentations. Right. Yeah. So like, do you know who, uh, Dave Miller is? Yeah, he's got a he's got a beard like it was knitted yeah. like out of yarn, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I was talking to him one day, and he was asking me about sponsorships, right, and how I deal with sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And I got really serious with him. I'm like, because I think that most people get taken advantage of by companies when it comes to sponsorships. Total boat, right? baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but he's he's getting paid, man. You're right. Like, yeah, he, he's getting he's. We're not all lucky enough to be Keith Johnson. We okay? can't all be Keith. No, no, <laughs> dude. He he. His cat knocks over a piece of wood and he turns it into like a million view video. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend I'm Keith. Okay. Um. But like, I had this really conversation, and like, he got off the phone with me, and that's the first time we had like a one-on-one conversation. He mm-hmm. immediately called Ben, and they're like, "Who the hell is Luke?" Like, because he was nothing like he was on the podcast. But oh, I was wow. really. I didn't have a ton of time and I was like, I really want to help him. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was focused at it and I really thought I did a good job explaining what I was trying to explain. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he got offered. He was just mostly confused because I was being serious for a minute. So. <laughs> so, well, which is just I, another but, reminder to not be serious. Yeah. No, I, I think it's great. It's it's refreshing to see folks like you um, and uh, Lee Oman and uh, Joni Sprague and uh, Dave like you, you all kind of fit in a certain, uh, like, like you said, Jimmy mentioned you were a, the comedian kind yeah. of thing. And it's, that's refreshing to see because it's not all, you know, super serious. Uh, you can, you can laugh at yourselves, which I think is the, the hardest thing to do is yeah. to, to laugh at yourself. Um, my wife says I do it. All, I laugh at myself all the time. I said, well, because I mean, nobody else will. You're hilarious. <laughs> Wait, like, but dude, seriously, though, if yeah. you don't think you're hilarious. OK. Yeah. Like you really need to get in touch with yourself. Right. Like, right. 
you know, because I crack myself up all the time. Oh, I right? do too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is weird because he's got to think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's weird because like my kids have a similar sense of humor to me, right? Mm-hmm. Very similar, the most similar that I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And like sometimes I got like tell them to like chill out. I'm like, look, I'm like guys, this is hilarious, but this is not the time for that. Right? Yeah, we're at a funeral. Yeah, like <laughs> no. like like my daughter will like sit there and I'm like we'll be like I'll be talking to somebody and she'll be like, Dad, Dad, I need to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, excuse me one second. I'll lead over to my daughter. She'll be like, I farted. And I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, hilarious, Ellie. But now is not the time for this. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, why not? Like, yeah. I'm shocking that I'm friend. raising his, a rebel, you know? I got, I got a close friend. His name is BJ. And uh, he, he, him and I, I mean, he's very similar. He, he just he just laughs at himself. And he's got, he's the meme guy. I call him the meme guy because mm-hmm. he just, he sends me memes all the time. But he was like, at my funeral, I want to have a an audio of me. I want you to slip it in my casket. And it's going to be me talking and knocking and saying, let me out of here. You know, like, <laughs> like just inappropriate. You know, it's like, dude. <laughs> he wants dude. to have everybody wear meme t-shirts to his uh, funeral kind of thing. I mean, that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> also, you made me just want to buy that stupid road thing now. Was it $700? Because oh, yeah. you said, you said, you know, I've got a friend. His name is BJ. And I want to hit the boom, boom. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. That one. I got yeah. a friend. His name is BJ. <laughs> so, so there is another one uh, that just recently came out. I think it's a Mackie version. And it also looks pretty good. I don't know the like price 50 point bucks? on it. I'm really no. not committing a lot to this podcast thing. <laughs> it, it is nice because like right now what I'm doing is I'm recording locally to it in case something happens with the, with the audio. Yeah. So anything that's coming through the computer right now is going right into the system. So in the event that, you know, you exit out and you close the browser and it, it never comes back up, at least I have the audio portion of it. I might not have the video, but I've got the audio. So it's nice for that. Um, obviously, the you know, the buttons and all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's good. I mean, you can do all kinds of things, connect multiple computers to it for audio, sound effects, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really nice. Don't you ever worry though? Like when you buy something like that, you're going to have to learn something new. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Dude, like it's like CNC's and laser, same thing. I've got a new laser coming and I'm like, now I got to figure that stupid thing out, you know? And <laughs> I mean, not stupid. Very nice. <laughs> I've got a very wow, nice you're so coming. late on that bleep button, bro. It's like, I'll drop like yeah. 17 F-bombs. You're like, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, what's the, what's the one stuff. Yeah. What's the one technology that you've had to learn that was the most frustrating for you? CNC. For real? Yeah. What kind of CNC do you have? Uh, Stepcraft. Okay. And it, it's, I mean, it. For me, because I had, well, before that I had a smaller CNC, but I only just did really small stuff, 2D type stuff, but just doing, trying to figure out the tool paths and what bits to use and, you know, do you use tabs? Do you not use tabs? All that kind of stuff. I mean, lasers really plug and play super easy for me. Um, yeah. You know, computers, I've always dealt with computers. So editing, I've always, I've done websites and that type of thing. So like software isn't a big problem for me. But the software for the CNC for me was was kind of difficult. Yeah. What about what about you? I would I would say like the CNC thing, 
like it kind of made sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm probably not doing it the best, but it's coming out like, like, like if, I'm always like, look, if the CNC could get me like ninety percent of the way there, I could bring it the rest of the ten, right? right? But three D printers, I think, have been far more stressful because, like, I don't know what it is about. Do you remember I used to make those videos where I used to talk? My tools were talking. You ever yes. see those videos? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Those videos did great with the community. They never went had more than like two thousand views. Right. Really. Tons of comments. T- people loved them. They're a mm-hmm. lot of work. Um, but they never did that well. So I stopped doing them. But like that attitude that I had towards my tools, like all of the all of my complicated tools never seem to want to work that great all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I've been through, you know, my, my one printer took forever to get going great. Now it's fine. My enders, I have two of them now, you know, and I got this bamboo labs printer behind me yeah. and man, that thing kicked butt right out of the door but like i did have some technical issues with mine mm-hmm. and like and it's been out of commission now for like three weeks oh really um and they keep i'm working with support and they're trying to figure out what it is but it's never easy mm-hmm. um and like i had before my onefinity uh i had a x carve and that okay. thing man i was always having to rebuild parts of it and like yeah. so i've gotten really comfortable at taking apart and reassembling electronic components right right um, there's something satisfying about it. It always kind of screws together perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, like a good carburetor. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to take your word for that. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the 3d printers, like, like to me, like when those go sideways, like it could be for mm-hmm. so many different reasons that don't make sense to me in. Yeah. And whereas look, with the CNC, I always feel like. Like I could troubleshoot that myself, you yeah. know, and get to a solution. When I first uh, started doing 3D printing, Dave was the one who talked me through it. So I do remember those days, but I don't do a lot of 3D printing now like I used mm-hmm. to. So maybe that's why it's kind of slipped my memory. It's like going yeah. for a for a hike or whatever. We used to do this hike every year, and um, it's a seven mile uphill, facing the sun little switchbacks all the whole way and the whole way you're cussing and you're like, I never want to do this again. And you get to the, to the camping ground after seven mile hike, which took you all day to do seven miles. Cause it's that yeah. brutal. And you get there and you're like, Oh, that was awesome. And then you hike down and you're like, that was amazing. Let's do it next year. And then you do it next year and you're like, I hate this hike. <laughs> 3d printing is very much like that. It's like when you have a good successful print, you're like, this is amazing. I should do more of this. But then you go to, if you haven't done it in a while, you got to do it again. And you're like, this sucks. Why am I doing this? <laughs> so yeah. 3D printing can be tricky. If the air conditioning is, is blowing in the house at the wrong angle or something, <laughs> then you're going to have a curled or failed piece. And it's usually at like the 90% mark when it starts to fail. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely stressful for me. And like, I want to get a laser, right? And I want to get into doing laser work. Yeah. And I think most of the reason why is because I'm spending so much of my time trying to learn this engineering software now, mm. not how to use it, just what it does right. that like, like I'm in the back half of my forties, right? Like, you know, I can't learn 10 things at once, right? <laughs> yeah. I need to focus on learning one thing and then I could go back to learning about the next thing. 
right? Lasers, and I never lasers stopped right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 um it can be exhausting, but I, I still want to. You know, what laser? What laser are you getting? So I have the Ohmtech laser now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big boy. I mean, it's the size of a Mini Cooper. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting a small X tool um, diode laser. Oh, okay. Because why? My I, <laughs> that's the question, right? Dude, it's like uh, so, it's like yeah, I, I own a Porsche Cayenne, yeah. and it's like, but I thought it'd be cool to own a Suzuki Samurai also. <laughs> so I, I've put out some videos on YouTube, and uh, I've got some comments about like, oh well, how, what about the you know, is a diode laser okay? And the only diode laser that I've ever owned came as part of my small CNC that I first had. It was a small Piranha mm-hmm. CNC. It was a 12 by 14 bed, 12 inches by 14 inches. Ooh. Small thing. You carve coasters. And the, yeah. And the, the laser module on it was only three watts. And so oh I couldn't cut. It It took incredibly long long time. So my view of diode lasers is pretty jaded, right? And I've had a lot of comments, and and then I also know other people who have them, and they're like, "Oh no, the the diodes work great." Well, now they have forty watt diodes, which is a, is a totally different story, right? Even the twenty watt can cut through ma- like half inch material, yeah. Whereas left, you know, three watt isn't going to do anything. So I'm yeah. getting it so that way I can have some content and say like, "Yes, this is good." If you want to do this type of project, and it's a smaller price point. You know, if you don't want to spend eighty five hundred dollars on a massive laser, so do, so when you make content, right? Do you enjoy educating people on things? I do. Um, I don't enjoy the the YouTube game. Yeah. Um, I wish it was not like how many views or if if you put a video out and they do this whole you know oh this is a three out of ten you know mm-hmm. this is a four out of ten it's just they. I was talking to to Drew Witt, and he was like, yeah, they, I mean, they gamify YouTube, essentially. And I was like, yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's it, Every video feels like, oh, am I going to get, am I going to level up on this video? Or is this, mm. am I going to, you know, bomb out kind of thing? So I don't enjoy that part of it. I wish it was just, you could put out good content and people saw it. But it's not that yeah. way. You got to play the thumbnail and, and title game and... You got to have something to, to hook them in. You know, it's just, I don't know. So, like, to me, right, that's a lot of the reason why I haven't, I have a whole edit, edited YouTube video I just haven't posted yet. Right? It's now, <laughs> it's like four months old. It's finished. Yeah. And, and, because, and, like, to me, YouTube is like a television channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the woodworking channel of the, or it's like a, it's like, it's like like a direct TV in every genre. It's its own channel, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're a they want to figure out what you are and they want to mm-hmm. put you with others like videos, right? Mm-hmm. Where that way, when you're done watching your video, you're going to watch the next one. It's about the same exact thing, right? Yep. And like for me, that goes against most of what I, I like about myself, mm. right? Where it's like, you know, you, um, you know, if, like I like I my one video I made right was a shop tour video right, mm-hmm. but my take on it was everything I hate about my shop tour, right? Oh wow, yeah. Okay, and it was everything I hate about my shop, right? Mm-hmm. And like I don't take myself seriously, mm-hmm. so I don't 
consider myself a reliable educator, right? Mm-hmm. And because I don't consider myself a reliable educator, I feel like I need to lean on my being entertaining, right? Mm. But being entertaining to look at a dude build something doesn't really jive, mm-hmm. right? Like, like I filmed, I just made this planter box this weekend, right, for mm-hmm. my wife, okay? And I filmed the whole thing in horizontal, thinking to myself, this is a planter box. People like planter box videos. I want the option to do it as a um, video. And I use the yeah. Keith Johnson method, okay, mm-hmm. of filming yep. horizontal, even if you're going to put in stuff thirds, on yep. Insta, right? The thirds thing, right? I did the whole Keith Johnson move. Yep. Total boat, baby. Total boat, baby. Exactly. Um, so I did the whole thing. And, like, I haven't even started editing yet, and I'm already bored by it. <laughs> So right? Cause like who wants you, to see me make a planter box? If you talk to, uh, you know, Suman, you talk to Drew, you talk to, you know, these guys who are, who are starting to, what well, Suman is, is picking up the game. I just had him on the, the podcast. Um, like John Lincoln street, like yeah, yeah. all these, like the, the new up and comers in YouTube, it's all about the spin. What's the spin on it? Is the spin going to be, and I talked to Keith Johnson about it too. So he had that video he just put out. He purchased the material for this job that he was supposed to do. He gave the quote to somebody and then they said, oh, it's too much. Well, he had new slabs that he had purchased before he had a commitment from the customer. He's like, okay, well, now there's the spin of the video. It was going to be a boring video, but now it can be an exciting video because I can tell people don't go out and buy materials before the you have a commitment from the customer or a down payment or whatever. So it's all about the spin. So like, what's the spin for the planner box? If it's just a generic planner box build, it's probably not going to get a ton of traction, but if there's a spin on it, like something that failed, you know, and it's, so that's where they game gamify yeah. the, the content. Like if you watch any of the, the build type or home network type stuff on TV, which nobody's watching that kind of stuff anymore. I don't think. But if you watch any of that stuff, it's all staged. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. we're not going to make it to closing because something fell through. Or, oh, we have dry rot in the studs. Now we got to rip this entire wall out. Like, all of that is staged. And they've conditioned YouTubers to the same mentality of, oh, there's got to be something to keep them captivated. And I think I've watched every woodworking YouTube video there is, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, like, that's what I'm like. I'm like. My whole spin on this stupid planter box is that I had no plans. I looked at a picture of a dude who was selling plans, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's it's two by sixes and two by fours. And I, I can see how they put it together. Like, why do yeah. I need plans for that? Right? Right. Like, so I, his well, was square. I, that, I made it. That fits L-shaped. with your personality too. You know, just like, okay, let me, let me wing it. Let me figure it out. You know, go from yeah, whatever. But like, I don't know, like, like. If you will Google, if you search on YouTube, because YouTube's all about the search, right? If you search yep. planter boxes and you come across my video, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, here's a dude who had no plan and made a planter box and he's not selling plans, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, where's the value there? Yeah. Like, how many jokes do I got to crack to make it seem like, you know what? <laughs> I came here for a planter box video, right? Yeah. And I do like your planter box. It's very nice. I don't yeah. think I could do it on my own, but I will subscribe to you to see what you do next. Yeah. Like, I'm here for the dad jokes. 
Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you you want to like I don't know. I'm like, well, maybe I just need to blow up or something. Like, like right. good looking people have it so easy, man. They do, dude. They could get up on the video and they could just start talking, and it doesn't. They don't have to make anything. They they just talk about their lame ass opinions on stuff, mm-hmm. and they're just attractive. And people are like, yeah. You're I want great. these five tools. Like the dude <laughs> Thor who cuts the wood with his axe, right? You ever seen his videos? No. Dude, he makes every woman uncomfortable. How have you not seen his videos, dude? It's like his name is (laughs) Thor. The guy's like six foot four, and he splits logs with an axe, and that's all he does, right? Wow. And sometimes he takes his shirt off. He is ripped, right? Yeah. And it's all from swinging an axe. I get. I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) I I have no idea. I need to swing an axe. I don't know how people get to be good looking. It's a complete mystery to me. Yeah. But, like, I watch his videos... We've got two amazing. We've got great beards, at least going for us. I mean, yeah. I I mean, your beard is. There's a clear winner here. (laughs) Cannot get my beard. My beard is like my personality. It's like I'm gonna get you most of the way there, bro. But not gonna take (laughs) that last. I'm not gonna take that last ten percent seriously. The the secret is in the beard oil. That's the secret. Mike Coffee turned me on to his beard stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's the secret. Uh, my beard used to drift all the way off to the side. It was just, I mean, it's still conditioned to like, see, I got to tame it back a little bit, but it it used to be kind of frizzy and stuff. So I, I would take a shower and after the hot shower, I put the beard oil in. So no shampoo or anything. I use, you know, beard oil is essentially it. And then it started to straighten out and that was the secret. Do you trim your own beard? I do. I go to a yep. barber and have him trim my beard. Yeah. I mean, I would, but I'm cheap. <laughs> oh, man. You got to treat yourself, man. Yeah. You're a famous podcaster. You got to do like like people want to see you treating yourself, man. Well, I got I to gotta buy the roadcaster. I can't afford those fancy haircuts and stuff. I mean, look, you, look, it's a business expense. You need to be camera ready, bro. You know, you probably could justify it because now it's a pers- I'm a personality, right? I could justify that. Yeah. Where my accountant's so. like, you you are not a personality. <laughs> Stop trying to write off your hobby. <laughs> D- disclaimer for anybody who's taking this as tax advice. We're not tax advisors, and you should consult your tax advisor. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you take tax advice for me, you deserve to go broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, so the beard I wanted to ask is you, a real thing. I wanted to ask you about this TIE fighter oh, that you, right that you did. So how big is the TIE fighter? It is 25 inches tall. So so, so you, you guys didn't take home first place. I don't even I got a I got a I got a consolation prize. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um yeah. the dudes who won the people's choice, the mm-hmm. the Australians, right? Yeah. Which is I'm very happy for them. But yeah. Australians are not like Americans. If there's an Australian there, all the Australians Everybody's are voting yeah. for the Australians. Yeah, the entire continent voted. The whole <laughs> country voted. All their yeah. Australian cousins and brothers and sisters and cousins and I think yeah. I said cousins twice. Like, like we didn't cousins, stand a chance. Cousins. Yeah, and I asked Christy, their cousins, cousins, cousins. And I asked Christy, I'm like, how did we do? And she's like, you guys did okay. You know, you did pretty well. Yeah. Which to me means not in the I'm league. very. I don't take myself <laughs> seriously, but I'm a serious competitor, right? Yeah. And Dave and I have been decimated in this competition every year. Well, yeah, I w- which brings me to my next one. We- but 
not quite done talking about the TIE fighter, but you also speaking of the, the year over year last year, that project was amazing. You did this like MFT table type of deal. That was the last MFPJ. year, right? MFPJ. No, no, BJ, uh, BJ, oh. like your buddy, BJ, oh, okay. MFBJ. Yeah. The multifunction bench jig. Uh, <laughs> stick, yeah. Yeah. But it, dude, the theme was innovation. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what one, but I remember I was pissed off because we made ours and then I put the plans on Etsy and we sold over a hundred of those things. Right. Right. They still sell occasionally. And basically for 10 bucks, you could replace an $800 system that festival. Yes. And it works with every track saw. It's a really great invent. Like, I mean, you can 3d print it yourself and it works great. Make it whatever color you want. Yeah. Yeah, it I looks, made mine look awesome. like a Fisher Price toy, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you did. <laughs> but the Tie Fighter is is probably the coolest thing I've ever, I've ever been a part of making. Yeah, and how, Dave how made all the hours, hard parts. How many hours went oh. into it, dude? It's got over a hundred hours of printing alone. Um, wow! And then it, you know, it's got like another couple hours of CNC time. Mm-hmm. It's got a ton of hours of painting. Dave wired in electronics into it. Yeah, it's and got sound and lights. and It's got multiple sounds. It's got lights. Um, it's very sturdy, right? I'm, like, looking at it now. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's over there and, in pieces. Um, <laughs> yes, it's sitting on the floor. Yeah, hold on one second. Let <laughs> me put this back together. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it, it's it's incredible. And, yeah. Um, and it, it, it came down. I submitted it with a minute to go before the wow. deadline. Um, it really came down to it because what happened was is that unlike the last couple of years where Dave and I were like, oh, we got plenty of time, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like Dave went to Greece, like, and I um, had a work trip towards the mm-hmm. end and my CNC, um, I blew out the um, controller box on my CNC. Right. Oh no. Yeah, it was it was a freak thing. Um, Onefinity was incredible about it. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it it was something that doesn't ever happen. And dude, they had me a new controller box like almost immediately. But I lost that weekend of carving. Mm. Right. Yeah. And and then my printer died. Right. Mm. And this is right at the eleventh hour of the competition. Right. And like plus this trip I had to go on, dude. I was like, there's no way we are getting this printed. But fortunately, Dave See, that's printed... a video right there. That's a YouTube video. You know what? And if somebody were to search giant TIE fighter on YouTube, they would find that video. And they'd be yeah. like, holy crap, this is suspenseful. It was yeah. intense. <laughs> like, I, I told Dave no less than a dozen times, please don't be mad at me if this doesn't get done. Yeah. Right? And, of course, you know, I want to make a tabletop for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and a lot of people are like, where's the top for it? I'm like, but you gotta understand, like, without the top, it is so impressive, right? Right? Like, I think you should su- suspend it from your ceiling, like in your backdrop there. My wife doesn't even want it in the house. Oh. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's not right. I mean, yeah. you've got your Mad Luke uh, banner behind you. Yeah, you see, you see. I the mean, one she lets you have you? that. The villain's manifesto. Oh, <laughs> nice. So, is this yeah. your domain that you're in right now? Uh yeah, this is this is my office. And then and then this one here 
is a painting by um, Eric from No Bad Tides, uh, Lindsay's okay. Woodbrain's husband. And this is his painting. It's called um, uh, uh, Motley Crue. Or no, uh, um, Funky Cold Medina. That's it. Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> nice. And it has a whole backstory that's completely insane. Um, and he, he, gave, he had all these paintings. He's like, I'm just going to give them away to people. And he, he's like, what's your address? And I'm like, you're not sending me a painting, bro. And he wow. sent me the painting. I was like, it's incredible. He is like like a night where he like he saved some girl's life or something. Wow. You know, so that's cool. It inspired him to make this painting, which is crooked. I could tell it's crooked. Nothing in the house. Is, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Just turn okay. like this <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And don't worry. I don't take myself seriously enough to fix it. So, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's uh, yeah. let's head over to the after show. Well, after the show is well, the after party, right? That's right. That's where is we get where wild. We, is this the part where we take our pants off? Yes. No, you put your pants back on. Ooh, <laughs> boring. <laughs> you take your tie off. <laughs> well, uh, so Man, Luke, thanks, thanks for being here. I'm going to uh, go ahead and uh, say thank you to our patrons. We've got a number of top tier patrons that I like to mention at the end of the episode. We're here. If you made it to the to the end of the episode, uh, make sure to leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube and say I made it. We've got Jimmy McAnally, Archiano Sirio, Wim Design, Calvary Customs, LLC, Clean Cut Woodworking, Bailey Thompson, Dave Garcia, Broken Lead Woodworks, Starks Lagoon, Sawyer Design, Kadama Design, Dylan Furniture, Shock the Fox, and new patron, Don Patterson. So thank you to our patrons, all of our patrons. Uh, those were our top tier. If you want to be part of the patron community for the Maker Lounge Podcast, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Couldn't be any easier than that. Get in for $3 a month or more. And uh, also thank you to Surf Prep for sponsoring this episode. Love those guys. Luke, thank thanks you. for being here. Hey, thanks, man. I, I'm I, this is a lot of fun. Let's let's go have more fun in the after show. All right, let's do that.